Thank you for listening to this message from Five Stones Church. For more information, please visit us online at fivestonesga.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Five Stones GA. Thank you for partnering with us as we empower people and invade the culture. We're just going to go right in it, okay? Everybody good with that? Go to Acts. Got your Bibles? Let's go to Acts. Where's that? Yes, it is. First chapter. And after we read the first chapter, you might as well stay there because we're going to go around it a little bit, okay? Y'all smile while you're turning your Bibles. You there? Say amen. All right. All right. We're going to read one scripture. We're going to pray. And then we're going to see where God goes, okay? Chapter 1. Let's go to the fourth verse. You there? Being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait. Keep that word, ready? Wait. Say it with me. Wait. Wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power. Say that. Power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. God, thank you that it never returns to us void. Holy Spirit, I pray tonight, God, that you speak through me. I pray, Father, that you empower us tonight, God, as your people. Father, as Five Stones Church, God. Lord, I rebuke any distraction that has already set its motion to come in this house. I rebuke it right now. I take authority over it. And I thank you, Father, that you're in control, God. We give you honor, praise, and glory. And everything that is is good and everything that we love, Father, is you, Lord. And we praise you and thank you for it in the name of Jesus. And everybody said amen. All right, you can be seated if you can. If you can. All right, so... Disclaimer, right? I've heard this said a lot over the past few weeks. I'm preaching to me tonight. Okay? If it touches you, that's great. It may not be for you. You may not deal with what I deal with. I'm preaching for me. I figure if I was dealt with this over the past three weeks, good possibility that somebody else might have to deal with the same thing. Okay, so if you're taking notes, if you take notes, write this stuff down for me, okay? Y'all just humor me for a little while. I'll be quick. Patience. Don't get squirmy. I've seen y'all. See what I mean? Power. Prophesy, and off to the side, right, process. Patience, power, prophesy, process. A lot of P's. Dennis told me not to be pronounced with my P's tonight. 
Let's start with patience. Well, y'all quiet. (laughs) Y'all real quiet. I know. I know. Patience. Simple as this. Patience, being patient, right? What'd God ask him to do? What's the first word I told you to say to me? Can you wait without patience? Look, these guys that were in the upper room, I wrote down, I, I had a thought. I was like, well, they're seasoned waiters. Maybe they, you know, they're seasoned. They've waited before. They've waited. They walked with Jesus. They know what it's like. And it started coming to me. And Pastor said something Sunday. You know, these are the same guys after Jesus was crucified. See ya. They were gone. What we say? Bye, Felicia. They were gone. Seriously. I'm serious. So I got to thinking about it. You know, he had spent, he spent his 40 days. And they'd seen him, they'd talked with him, and this was afterwards, right? So I'm thinking, well, maybe they were, maybe they reaffirmed, you know, maybe they're okay with it now. Maybe they understand. And I still don't quite understand because I know how we are. And so I'm going to jump on Isaac, okay? I'm not going to jump on anybody else but me. This was a request of patience tied to a promise. Request of patience tied to a promise. I think it's safe to say that everybody in here has some level of patience. There's two people nodding, so apparently we don't. There, take, take what I'm, listen to what I'm saying. Just, just humor me for a minute, okay? Everybody in here has some level of patience. Mike's shaking his head no. Listen, I've been there. I know. You can't say that when she's not here, Mike. <laughs> Boy, that's tough. We'll have to, as Pastor would say, we're about to have to pray a benediction and head to the house. <laughs> no, really. Think about it. You, I used to be the most hot-headed, just worst-tempered person. Believe me, I'm far from perfect now, I promise. But some of my... Closest friends, they'll tell you. You're smiling. It used to to be different. You used to be different. Everybody's got some sort of patience, though. Some form, some level of patience. How much do you have? That's right. Let's go go from the physical realm to a spiritual realm. How much spiritual patience do you have? God reminded me of something. This really hit me deep. So y'all bear with me, okay? I laid in the front yard in the pasture of where I live now. It wasn't anything there but pasture. I laid in the front yard lifeless. Lifeless. Backslid, bound for hell. Busting it wide open. I grew up in this. This is all I knew. God told me, he said, I've got patience. I have patience for you. I was patient with you. 
And I said, yeah, God, but I'm not you. He said, no, but you need to strive to be. I said, God, there's no way I can have that much patience. There's no way that somebody can spit in my face, point their finger at me and say, you don't know what's good for me. And me continue to love them. Me continue to wrap my arms around them. Me continue to take them. It's okay, I got you. Come on. It's all right. I know you fell again. Come on. It's okay. I'm going to pick you up again. Come on. Time and time and time and time again. That's patience. That is patience along with grace. So I got to thinking about it. And I said, God, I said, you had Tyler said that while ago. And that really, that just touched me deep. Because I've been thinking about that over the past few weeks. There's been... I can't even tell you how many times. I know five in particular that it was only this close. And I would have been right over that threshold. Bam. Busting hell wide open. But he had patience. He kept, I got you, son. For such a time as this. See, if I would have died then, I wouldn't have been here now. Believe me, I'm not exalting myself at all. But I wouldn't have been able to be here and preach his word. And be a voice for him. But I got to thinking more and more about patience. Patience. What level of patience do we have in the spiritual realm? I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go deeper on the first one because this is the this is the worst one for me with patience. I'm a very impatient person. My wife is smiling at me because she knows that. All too well. I'm nowhere near what I used to be. Right? It ain't quite where I'm supposed to be. Y'all heard that before, right? Uh Uh-huh. I'm growing. I've had some hiccups. Pastor Ryan, I've stepped back a few times. I've took a few steps back. I'm not proud of it at all. Don't misunderstand me. But he continues to have patience with me. This man continues to have patience with me. By the way, thank you so much, sir for allowing me to preach the gospel tonight. I got so, so round up there at the front, I forgot. I'm very thankful. Very thankful. I love you. Well, that just threw me off the side. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) I don't know how to say this exactly. Patience to a certain level that we need to be requires what's in called what's called endurance right all right i'll tell you a story in a second but the the difference that i that i had the 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 thought about you know the difference between a a bodybuilder and a strength trainer do y'all know the difference Somebody that builds physique versus build muscle. You understand what I'm saying? This is what hit me right here. God gave me a picture of this. A bodybuilder builds builds a physique. He may be strong, but he has certain workouts that shape his physique. To shape his body. Okay? That's all on the outside. That's for face value. That's a physical 
shape, a physical appearance. As far as endurance goes, those people do not have the endurance that a long-distance runner would have. Does a long-distance runner look like a bodybuilder? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. A bodybuilder built up out here. An endurance runner, an endurance trainer, they built up in here. They built up in here. They built up in here. You see? They built on the inside to be able to run the race instead of building on the outside to show off. Understand what I'm saying now. This is a picture I got. I'm going to tell you a little story, and, and this just came, it came to me. It, it came to me, and I, I'll never forget it. My father laid brick and block his whole life. He was in it 40-plus years. And uh, he was telling me a story one time. He had a friend that was a bodybuilder. He used to make fun of him because he had shaved arms and dark tan and everything. And he said, he said, I could do what you do all day. He said, you need me to come to work for you. So dad said, all right, come to work for a couple of days. We'll see what you got. So he came to work with him. Boastful. Boastful. See, when I was a kid, it was nothing. I learned from my brothers, we'd throw, we'd throw block up on scaffolds. Throw block. People was like, little kids can't do that. I can. I can't now. I throw my arm out of socket. <laughs> but I'll never forget, never forget him telling me this story. And it just resonated with me deeply. He said, he came and he worked. First couple of hours, two at a time, boy. Throwing them block up on the scaffold. Going at it. About three hours into it, he's slowing down. Then he's only throwing one. By lunchtime, he was done. He was done. I'm painting this picture for a reason. Painting this picture for a reason. He was a bodybuilder, but he didn't have the endurance to stay with it, Jay. He didn't have the endurance. He built an outside for everybody to look at, but inside, he didn't have the endurance. So what are we doing as Christians? Are we bodybuilder Christians or are we endurance runners? Are we out here showing off and showcasing like, look at me. I'm just the wonderful Christian. Bless God. Hi. Princess Wave, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's not what's expected of us. That's not what that's not what is required of us. We've got to have some endurance. We've got to be able to run the race. Finish strong and run the race. You can't run the race bodybuilding. Run the race endurance training. Never forget, Stephen, he used to, he got into a running fit there for a while, not in the church. He'd actually go run 5Ks and stuff. And uh, he said, man, I got to go run. I got to go run. If you ever run, I was like, you see me? I'm not, I'm not running, dude. <laughs> Only thing I'm running for is if I got a little Debbie's free somewhere. No. <laughs> But he'd say, no, nah, man, you, 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 I'm telling you, if you start running, you'll like it. No, nah, I won't. I won't. Even if I did like it, my knees and ankles would not. But the point is, you didn't just get up off the couch from never running. Get up and go run a 5K. 
If you did, you didn't make it far, right? You trained. You trained. My brother-in-law did a 50-mile race in Destin one time for the Wounded Warriors. 50 miles on sand. That dude ain't trained, ain't ran or nothing in the past eight years. If he jogged from here to the back door, he'd be out of breath. He'll tell you. He had to train. He had to train. He had to build up his endurance. He had to build endurance. <laughs> Something we don't say anymore. I heard this growing up. and Pastor, I know you've heard it. and Some of you guys have been in church for a long time. This came to me. It just reminded me of it. I used to hear the word pray through. Pray through. Y'all, no, no disrespect. Once again, like I said when I started, I'm talking to me. We don't have the endurance to pray through. We don't have the endurance to pray through. I told Pastor a while ago, I pulled an old DVD out from 2010. First time I ever stepped foot. Me, him, his wife, and my wife. No children, nothing. Been backslid for 10 years. 10 years. Anybody ever been in the True Life building, ball ground? Yeah. Sitting in the first section, far back, dead center. Worst thing I could have ever done. <laughs> first and foremost, it was a conference. It was an Elevate conference, right? And I didn't remember any of this. We was cleaning the office out, and we dug CD out, Stephen's CD. I don't know how I wound up with it. No, you can't have it back. Um, I watched it. 47 minutes into a worship service. The preacher that was scheduled to preach, he's still standing down here. 47 minutes, the Holy Ghost got to moving. Young people laid out all over the floor, things happening, God moving. And all of a sudden, pastor looks back and he says, time ain't it? Comes back crawling over a bunch of pews. Point I'm getting at, as 57 minutes, yeah, I paid attention to this. This meant something to me. 57 minutes into a worship service, 10 minutes after the first initial touch, camera catches him walking back off to the platform. He had time. He took time. Are we taking time? Are we taking time? Do I take time to pray with you like I should? Sure don't. Chief among you, I'm guilty. Are we going to be bodybuilders or are we going to be endurance? If the Holy Ghost says, hey, you need to go pray for Dietrich. This one minute, well, bless her, Lord. That ain't cutting it. If he gave you a specific word to tell her, bless her, Lord, is not cutting it. Understand what I'm saying? Understand what I'm saying. Take some time. This is where we build our this is where we build our endurance. We build our faith. Because there's a promise tied to everything he asks us to do. He don't ask you to do nothing that he don't tie a promise to. Right? He's smiling because you know that's right. He don't ask you to do nothing he don't promise you. He tells you to give your tithe, and he promises you something on that. He says, seek me first, and he promises you something on that. Right? 
So why do we back out so easy? Our bodybuilder mentality gives a one-minute prayer, and we wait 30 minutes for an answer. And if it don't show up, well, plan B. There is no plan B. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? There is no plan B. The Holy Ghost wrecked me like crazy because I was sitting there saying, I was like, well, you know, we don't, we, don't really, we don't really give it all we got. So did you look for plan B? Stop looking for plan B. Isaac, stop looking for plan B. There is no plan B. When you say, bless them, Lord, heal them, I speak authority over it, I plead the blood of Jesus, amen. Amen. So be it. There's no plan B, Jason. You said it. It's, it's finished. That's right. It's finished. God, it's yours. I, I can't take credit for it, nor can I take away from it. It's yours. I did what you asked me to, and you promised that you would do it. But what we do is, is we've got this big physique, and we want to be this big, nice, wonderful Christian that wants to come up and Make it all about me praying for you. It's not me praying for you. It's me praying for you through the Holy Ghost. Right? We're weak. We got nothing. We've got nothing. I know this ain't a hoop and holler kind of thing. And y'all probably don't like it because y'all looking at me funny. (laughs) But understand what I'm saying. Patience, endurance, all of that, right? Let's go to power. Let's go to power. So now we know what patience is. We know what we don't have, right? Anybody here got a patience of Job? All right, then. I'm glad. I was hoping somebody didn't raise their hand. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to Acts 2. Go over to the second chapter. Get there, say amen. Verse 4. Actually, step back. Let's just start with chapter 2, period. I like this. Our church is based on chapter 2, by the way. Verses 42 through 47, if you ever get a chance to read them. Ready? When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. They waited, right? They waited. They had endurance. They knew they couldn't do anything on their own. They knew that their master had just been taken to heaven. And he said, wait right here. And I'm going to give you something. Right? Did y'all read that with me? Yeah. He said, wait right here, and I'm going to give you something. I'm going to give you power. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. John baptized with water. I'm coming to baptize you in the Spirit. They're like, well, that sounds good. We'll wait. How many of us would wait that long? Let's go back to reading. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire, and one sat upon each each of them, and they were filled, say filled, 
with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That's the power, right? So, the promise that he gave wouldn't have worked if they hadn't waited, if they hadn't have been patient, if they hadn't had some endurance. What am I getting at? What am I getting at? The point that I'm getting at is we've got to build some endurance. We've got to learn to pray through, as the old time used to say. Y'all ever heard that? I know y'all have. You've heard that. Pray through. I never knew what that meant growing up. They said, we've got to get in these altars and we've got to pray through. Praying through what? Lunch? I mean, for real. For real. I, listen, y'all, I'm serious as a heart attack. I grew up, I grew up just, just like this. So church, 4 o'clock ain't nothing. This ain't nothing new to me. <laughs> so when I was a kid, I was hungry. <laughs> They're praying through lunch, right? No, listen, seriously. I had to pray through. Pray through. Push. What's that? Pray until something happens. And if it don't happen, just keep praying. Right? We didn't ever quit praying for him. Huh? I don't quit praying for mine. Every night. I don't know where she's at. I guess she's in class. It's her prayer. Now I've added two more to it. We got a Jonah and a Hudson added on to it too. Because you know what? They don't know any different. All they know is they see this handsome man right here that wasn't even supposed to be there. And all he done Sunday was laugh and cut up. And you good thing Pastor didn't see you trying to hush him. I seen you. I was like, man, he's fixing to get her. <laughs> don't get mad. I'm sorry. But the thing is, is we, we don't lose. We don't lose. The only way that we lose is if we quit. If you quit, you can't get endurance. You didn't have endurance. Right? I've quit a lot. Chief among you, I promise you. I have quit more times than I... Probably lose a lot of faith in me. It wasn't that long ago that I told God that I never wanted to do this again. I said, I don't want to be that person that you called me to be. Told my friend. I said, I didn't want to be this person. Know that I was going to share this, but I'm going to. He texts me. Hey, you got the 30th. Cool. It was in my mind. It says, I don't think I can do that. And as I'm typing, it says, absolutely, sir. <laughs> yeah, y'all laugh. You wasn't there. You you wasn't there. You was not there. I know pastor's like, boy, you better not ever text me something like that. <laughs> it was just a funk that I was in. I was tired of waiting. My patience had run out because I was in fleshly patience and not spiritual patience. I was fighting on a fleshy realm instead of fighting in the spirit. And I gave up because I'm tired. I don't want to wait anymore. I got to do something else. God, you, I guess you forgot. Apparently you forgot. Apparently you forgot, so I'm going to do my own thing. Plan B. What well, I tell you all a while ago? 
There ain't no plan B. That's right. You said it, so I say it like you did. There ain't no plan B. There ain't no plan B. Okay? We don't get that opportunity. Pastor told me early on in this ministry, you don't get an off day. That runs deeper than you think. Not just in front of people. You don't get an off day. You don't get a day to kick the Holy Ghost to the side. We're not afforded that opportunity. And as soon as you think that you're afforded that opportunity, that's when all hell rushes in and goes, and snatches what you think that you deserved. We don't deserve anything. Sorry, I didn't mean to be hateful. I don't deserve anything. I've got stuff given to me before. And I say, I don't deserve that. And I have somebody say, yes, son, you deserve that. No, I don't. I don't deserve nothing. It's double negative. I do not deserve anything. I don't. We don't. He gave us everything that we deserve. He gave us everything we deserve. So the point behind it is, <laughs> let, me re- let me read this real quick. I like to pull up Webster sometimes just to see what it says about power. Power is possession of control. We have the possession of control, right? Possession of the power. Where's our power lie? In our spirit, in the Holy Spirit, right? That's where our power lies. We have possession of that. He gave it to us. He gave it to them, and all through the New Testament, they acted on it, right? Go to Acts 3 with me, please. I'll cut this off. I got way more. Oh, think of this real quick, too. You want to talk about, you want to talk about endurance. Patience tied to endurance. Just like I said, a request tied to a promise. So patience tied to endurance. Roger, when you build a race car, you put so much effort into it, so much time, so much money. Do you expect it to lose? No. You've put effort. You've put patience. You've put endurance into it. Now, you fought and kicked and maybe threw a wrench or two along the way, but you didn't quit, right? Right? That's right. You don't quit. You don't get an opportunity to because all that investment that you've just put... Thank you, Jesus. All that investment that you just put into something, you just kicked it to the curb when you quit. You lost before you started. You lost before you started. Correct? If you don't load that thing on the trailer and take it to the racetrack, you've lost before you started. Come on, somebody. You have lost before you started. Right? But you don't. You get all that. You put all that effort into it, and you're like, we're going to win. We're going to win. You might have finished third, fourth, or fifth, but you still won because you went. Because you waited. Because you had endurance. Right? Right? That came to me. I told you I was going to use you. You didn't think, I, you thought I was kidding. Sorry, let's go back to the word. Y'all at three, y'all beat me there. I had Abby reading this to me on the way to church today. She got, she got her little Bible out in the back seat and she said, Hey, Dad. I said, What, babe? She goes, 
what, uh, what chapter are you going to be in tonight? I said, well, chapter one. She goes, chapter one. Uh, what, what do you mean chapter one? And, and Lacey goes, well, baby, what you should ask is, is what book? Oh, that's right, Dad. What book are you in? I said, I'm going to be in Acts. Oh, Acts chapter one. Chapter one, verse three. That's what I told her. So she starts reading in chapter three. I said, I'm going there, but you're jumping ahead of me. And she just laughed, so she started reading it. So read this with us, okay? Well, we've, we done went through what? We done went through patience and power. What was the third one I told you to write down? That's right. Prophesy. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which was called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with, with John, Peter said, Look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. They took him by the right hand, lift him up, and immediately his feet and ankles, his feet and ankle bones received strength. I'm just going to stop right there because that's enough. That's enough. He told them, he said, yeah, I think those were, the, those were the cats that were up there. They waited. So when they finally got their power, they were ready to rock and roll, Right? Now it's time to use it. Now it's time to put it in motion. Right? Patience had done its work then. It's produced power. And now it was time for them to step out and prophesy. And do what Jesus asked them to do. Right? So this is a process. This last word I told you to write off to the side is process. This is a process. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme. Right? This is a process. This is a process. Patience, power, prophecy is a process. Right? Right. So, they put into action what they were given. They put into action what they were given. So, instead of a one-minute prayer waiting 30 minutes, and going to plan B. They stuck it out. They waited. They waited and waited. And then in the second chapter, it said when the day of Pentecost had fully come, well, apparently they waited till it got there. Right? They didn't back off. They didn't lose because they didn't quit. Right? They didn't lose because they didn't quit. Dave, you tell me all the time, we don't lose. We don't lose. Even if we check out, we don't lose, do we? That's right. That's right. That is very... That. Y'all stand with me. I'm going to get y'all out of here. I got way more, but I'm not going to keep rambling on. So my question to you is, where are you in your spiritual patience? 
and your spiritual endurance. Where are we? Where are we? I know where I'm at. Nowhere close to where I should be. Nowhere near. And that's a shame. Because I'm going to tell you something. As part of this house, as part of this body, as part of this leadership, guys, we've got to be ready. We cannot advance anymore unless we've got endurance. Our advancement stops with our level of endurance. I'm going to say that again. Our advancement stops with our level of endurance. Better yet, our lack of endurance. Right? This is not a fill the altars up, lay hands on everybody kind of thing, okay? I want you to check your hearts. Where are you? I've checked mine for two weeks now. And it's made a difference in my fleshly patience. Well, somewhat. Still have children. Right? The pastor said last last week and that I know exactly what it's like to be fathered by him. Well, what y'all don't know is, is he knows exactly what it's like to father me. So bless his heart. I am and can be a pain most of the time. But I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I love this place. Because without that 10 minutes, huh? I told him this before I stepped out here. I said, I just want to tell you that I'm thankful. Without your investment, without 10 minutes of time, that's unheard of. Who prays for somebody for 10 minutes? We should. What's 10 minutes in the grand scheme of things? Do y'all remember when he stood up here with that piece of rope and it had a little bitty black section on the end of it and there was 15 feet of the white section? That black section's your life on earth right here. That white section, that's eternity. If a 15-foot rope had three inches of black colored in on the end of it and that's your life, that's a lot of eternity. We don't fathom that. Just like death. We don't fathom death. Well, I'll check out here for long. You better do something while you're here. And I'm going to tell you, as part of leadership in this house, my attitude is shifting. My outlook is changing. Our endurance has to change. These people that come up here broken in this altar... If we've got an altar service, I don't care if we run till 5 o'clock. I don't care if we run all day. It's Sunday all day anyway. You better lock arms with somebody. And you say, hey, what do you need? What do you need? Well, I need this and I'm dealing with this. Well, we're going to pray through. We're going to pray until something happens. We're going to push. We're going to do something to change your life. Because you know what? Nine years ago, ten minutes changed my life. Ten minutes changed her life. Ten minutes changed his life. And I'll be dang if I'm going to wait and say, well, I just bless you little heart and I'm just going to send you on your way, okay? Absolutely not. It's time for stuff to change in our, in our atmosphere. Guys, I'm telling you, if you start, pre- if you start praying through, if you start praying and, and really interceding, well, interceding is not my gift. Sure it is. What's Paul say? 
If you don't know what to pray, do what? Pray in the Holy Ghost. If you ain't feel the Holy Ghost, here's the altar. I wasn't even going to get riled up. I'm telling you, it's got to change. I have got to change. I'm the world's worst with the Holy Ghost giving me a word. Go tell so-and-so. Now, they'll think I'm crazy. I'm not going to do that, Lord. It's not the right time. Tyler's about to stop singing. He catches another gear and keeps on going. And I'm like, well, he's probably about to stop singing now. Not, Lord, if that's for really you, tell me again. Now, now. Thank you for listening to this message from Five Stones Church. For more information, current events, and the latest news, connect with us online at fivestonesga.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Five Stones GA. We would love for you to be a part of a service here live. Join us every Sunday at 11 a.m. and Wednesday at 7 p.m. right here at 1358 Sixes Road in Canton, Georgia. Thank you again for partnering with us as we empower people and invade the culture. 